power of the dark side. I'm not a baby, I'm a man. I am an anchor man. Is this a kissing book? The way I see it, if you're gonna build a time machine into a car, why not do it with some style? Hello, welcome along to Just Like in the Movies, brought to you by gkmedia.ie, in association with iCinema Galway. On episode five, we are looking at the new Irish movie, A Bump Along the Way. We'll also be taking a look at the movie, The Farewell. But first up, let's take a look at the new Irish TV drama, Darklands. There you go, that's a clip taken from the new Irish TV drama Darklands, which debuted on Irish television last Monday night from director and co-writer Mark O'Connor, who brought us a number of Irish features down through the years, including Cardboard Gangsters a couple of years ago. And uh, Dave, you got to see the new TV drama, six-part TV drama mm -hmm. based in a seaside town in Wicklow. Yeah. What do you make of it? I was, you know, sceptical at first and, uh, you know, a lot of homegrown things like this, you're kind of sceptical. Maybe they're going to be a bit ropey, a bit substandard. But I have to say, this one surprised me. Mm -hmm. um, the lead actor, whose name escapes me, he's apparently an unknown, never acted before. He got, it, he got his audition based on his martial arts skills. It's basically the story of a MMA fighter, up-and-coming young guy, and he's straight-laced. He, he wants to do his MMA and you know eat healthy and get to weight. And he's focused, he's a good little kid. But he comes from a family with a troubled older brother who yeah. has a heart of gold, but he's a criminal. Mm. And, you know, um, and his, his father is very kind of straight-laced and giving out about the brother, and his mother's just doing her best. And, you know, it's a very it's kind of formulaic and standard fare, but um, it's rather well-made. Yeah. Um, the plot points are a bit predictable. You know, the, the, the older brother who is a, he's in a gang and they're smuggling in drugs and all that kind of stuff, and then he... The father's telling him to get out of the house, and then he, he can't get a van, so he borrows the father's van, and the drug bus goes wrong. It's a bit formulaic, but it's actually very well made. Mm. Uh, Marco Halloran from you know Adam and Paul. Yeah, he is. He's in it. He plays the this young guy's coach. Yeah, and he's very good. I mean, Marco yeah. Halloran's a great actor and um, a very understated, well played. Um, and the little kid, he's brilliant. Kid, he's fabulous. Yeah. Like he's he's a, he's he's not a moody, stroppy teenager. He's a dark deep thinking type of character and he's and obviously the martial arts stuff he he can do this stuff he's doing all this martial artist stuff in the training and in the fights but it's not about the fights that's mm. just his hobby yeah that's his thing that he holds on to in life and um the turmoil around him and his family is you know and he's at the back and he's, he's my brother there and they're like no no he's not here yet like because he's off being a gangster mm. you know and he's he undermines his fighting ability and everything and it's actually good and it made me think i yeah, thought the fight scenes were really good in the were. octagon because i've tried to do <laughs> stuff before with fight scenes yeah. uh, for like you know mess about short films yeah. it's very hard to do oh, yeah. a good fight scene you could see you could tell that there was a bit of proper choreography yeah. done and it was well blocked out and obviously they didn't have a big budget to have big crowds and lighting and you know but it was good yeah i have to say i enjoyed it and i would be looking forward to watching the other five episodes for sure yeah i thought it was very well cast and as you said it's pretty much a cast of unknowns oh yeah and this is mark o'connor's kind of the guy who you know, found a Barry Keoghan, who mm. was an unknown then and is very well known now. Yeah. He even yeah. featured on Living With Lucy. Yeah. That'll tell you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, he's made it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I thought it was really well cast. And, you know, as you said, it's probably a low budget. I thought the cinematography is really good. Yeah. Fight scenes are really good. The, you know, I, th I think the story is as good as it could be based on the sort of genre that yeah, it is. The genre and, you know, the scope and the budget that they have, they're doing well. Yeah. And I mean, pardon the pun, but they're punching above their weight. Yeah. And uh, this kid... He's, 
Like, he's not, uh, you know, Hollywood superstar-looking man. He's a handsome boy, but he's got great physicality. He's, and I, I, even after one episode of this, I can say, right, this kid is a good actor. And maybe he's going to get some acting training, because he's got it. He's got the yeah. natural acting talent, and he's young, and he's got the physicality to do all the kung fu stuff and all that stuff. But um, he has pathos and credibility as an actor. And mm. I'm like, yeah, we can see more of this guy. I'm kind of annoyed at myself that I didn't look up his name, but I have a funny feeling... I'll know his name next week, you know? Yeah. It's funny, actually, because I went on Twitter after the show because it was trending on Twitter uh, on Monday night, and it was like Tuesday with the election. There was people who was like, loved it, uh, thought it was okay, and not happy whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I was looking at some of the tweets and some of the negative ones because uh, they often kind of draw our attention. I just thought, you know, sometimes people just like being critical mm. yeah. for the sake of it, no matter... What's it's, it's especially criticizing our yeah. own. And I yeah. thought, you know, in fairness, it is a good TV show. Yeah. It's very well cast. Yeah. The shots are really good. Yeah. You know, give it a chance. It it's a, only the first set of drone shots that weren't yeah. just, oh, I got a drone, let's throw it in yeah. there. It, they, they actually helped the story along. Mm. And there was a few cinematic moments. It's a low budget TV show. No offense to Virgin Media, but, you know, they didn't have loads of money. Yeah. It's not Game of Thrones here. And it was good. It was credible. I enjoyed yeah. it. And it made me go, oh, I wonder what's going to happen in episode two. So, yeah. It got me. There you go. That is Darklands, which is on Virgin 1 on Monday nights. So you'll be able to catch it as well on their player. Next up, we're looking at the movie The Farewell. What's wrong, Dad? Please tell me. My nan is dying. She doesn't know, so you can't say anything. The family thinks it's better not to tell her. Why is that better? Chinese people have saying, when people get cancer, they die. I have to go to China. Wedding is an excuse so everyone can see her. He's my only cousin. Do you think I should be there? You can't hide your emotions. If you go, then we'll find out right away. Really? Zala? That's the farewell out in cinemas at the moment from writer-director Lulu Wang. And apparently the story is based on a true story of a, an incident that basically happened to her in real life. Lisa, you got to go and check out this, shall we say, sweet movie. Mm-hmm. What's it about? Basically, Aquafina plays Billy, and don't she, be looking at the poster. Now. I, know, I, know, I like to, <laughs> I just like to look at her because she just she, she's great. Um, she was in Crazy Rich Asians. She stole the show in that movie, and she's the lead actress in this one. And she's in New York with her parents. Uh, they're Chinese um, immigrants who live in New York, and she's grown up there. And her grandmother is sick back in Beijing. And the family come together to decide that they're not going to tell the grandmother that she's sick because they just want to protect her. And the doctor says she only has months to live. So they're like, okay, we're going to protect her and we're all going to go home and we're all going to see her. And they're going to have a, a, a wedding to make, make out the reason that they're all going to go back. So like he has a brother that in Japan that he hasn't seen in, well, he had, they haven't been together in Beijing in 25 years. And um, he's got lots of other relatives, nieces and nephews and stuff. And, uh, the Nat Nine is the granny in question, mm. and uh, she's just priceless. She's just really good. She was in the army. She she does all this like I, I can't remember how is it Kav Maga? I can't remember what you call that thing that they do. It's like a tai chi. No, it's, it's like tai chi. It's, it's a like martial a, art. It's a martial it's art, and uh, she's still doing it. And she's like. I'm nearly 90, I think, at this stage. Because it's uh, funny, isn't it? It's, it's not, very funny. I know the idea of it is sad, but... It's, it's like, it's sad, but, like, they're, like, Aquafina is very good. 
Um, she, she's going through a lot of stuff herself. She's trying to get this. Uh, she's trying to progress in her career, and she is trying to get a fellowship. And she doesn't. She gets the news before she leaves for Beijing that she didn't get it, and everyone's always asking her like, "What are you going to get it?" And and she lies. But towards the end of the movie, she comes clean and she's like, "I didn't get it." But uh, it, it all it all it comes together very well. It's it's a very well made film. You know, it's it, it's really true to life. There's okay. no like artistic shots of Beijing or anything like that. There's no. It's just that's mm. they live in an apartment block in Beijing and. Uh, it's in her apartment. Like it's a, it's a very kind of, it's like Ken Loach, funny kitchen sink kind of okay. drama. But it's there, there are pure moments of pure gold in it. It's really good. Because I know people are hoping that it was going to be like the next big crazy rich Asian. No, movie. no, no, no. It's not that kind of movie at all. It's no. not. It's not. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot of money going into crazy rich Asians. This is more of a low budget, mm. and uh, there's a lot of great actors in it that you'll recognise from loads of different things. Yeah, and. Um, it's just a really, really good film, very good story. That's the main thing that I found about this week that I saw two really good movies and the story behind them was really good and the ending is excellent in this film. It's like in the, the, you have to see, stay for the closing credits. Oh, okay, yeah. good. I haven't mm. seen it, but for me, the, the part that sticks out is the tagline. Based on an actual life. Yeah, I love that. So yeah, that yeah. makes me go, oh, I, I want to see it. I yeah. didn't get a chance to see it, but I, I think yeah. it's on my list, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's I don't know good. how true this is, but it said... Um, Eric Cohn did an article for IndieWire and said that when this movie opened in limited release in July, it beat out Avengers Endgame for the year's biggest per theatre average. Where? Well, I don't know. Because like it, it took in 20 million globally, box okay. office-wise. Yeah. It's credible. It's not huge yeah. money, but... Um, it, it was nominated for Best International Feature at the Goy Film Fla. Yeah. Oh. And it won at a few film festivals, including the Atlanta Film Festival, yeah. ah. which we must pretend we know really well, so we they might do. invite us over. Maybe they will. <laughs> <laughs> so I loved it. It was really good. I think a four. Before you even ask, sorry. Yeah, I would not. Uh, I was just like, it was ask. just a solid story, solid acting, funny. Is it a bit of a tearjerker? Uh, for me, no, because uh, like it takes well, we a lot to make. Stone, yeah. I'm made of stone. Um, uh, it's you don't cry because there's there's no need to. I'd probably be bawling my eyes out. Yeah. No, yeah, you won't, you won't. Do you get the lump in the throat? No, you didn't you don't need to. It's it's more funny than sad. Okay. Okay. It's, yeah. It's quirky. The, uh, there's questions I want to ask, but then I don't want to kinda give it ruin away. the ending and give yeah. it away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think I'm gonna have to catch that. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Okay, there you go. Four <laughs> out of five from Lisa, the farewell out in cinemas at the moment. The next one that we're looking at is a new Irish feature film which is coming out in cinemas nationwide this weekend. It won at the Goy Film Fla, including uh, one of the new up-and-coming actresses as well. It's called A Bump Along the Way. Let's take a look at it. Let's go back to your gaff. My daughter's there. Let's go to yours. I love with my man, Dad. <laughs> You're just going to sit there hungover all day? You're going to have a wee baby? At my age? What if there's something wrong with Jeez, Pam, don't talk like that. There are definite advantages to having a baby at your age. One has more sense, more experience, and you are financially better off. Who's the dad? You told me that you couldn't have any wains. I don't know him, darling. That's a clip taken from the new Irish movie, A Bump Along the Way, starring Brona Gallagher 
and new actress Lola Petty Crew, who won the Bingham Ray New Talent Award at the Galway Film Flat. We all got to see this movie during the week. Thank you, Element Pictures, for sending it on to us. I'm going to start off. I was really, really impressed with this movie. I didn't see it at the flat. I saw it during the week. I really enjoyed this movie. Yeah, yeah, loved I, it. I agree. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a little gem, and it's. I can just see it getting legs. I mean, you know, go and see it in the cinema. Support, you know, Irish filmmakers. They probably didn't have a big budget for this, but Brona Gallagher is brilliant in it. There's no doubt about it. And uh, Lola Pettigrew is brilliant in it as the daughter. And I like the fact that it was written by a, a woman, it was directed by a woman, starring two powerful women mm -hmm. about the struggles that they have. There's only one nice man in the whole story, and that's the baker. Who <laughs> and the teacher. And the, and the uh, teacher and the husband of Paddy the Courtney. Friend. Paddy Courtney. I love oh, Paddy. I love yeah, Paddy Courtney. Yeah, I want to see him in every Irish movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry to Paddy Courtney. He slipped my memory there. He's actually quite good as a yeah. teacher too. But, um, and I've it, met him in real life, and he's just really sound. Oh, he is. Sound really sound. Nice. But I mean... It's, it's a real female-led movie, and it's a lot of female stories. Correct me if I'm wrong. We no, have, no. We have a lady And here. she wrote it when she was pregnant as well. Yeah, the, and the director apparently had a baby in her 40s as well. No, it's not her oh. story. It's just... Shelley Love. Yeah, she, ha she um, had a baby in her 40s apparently, and uh, it's just a really sweet... It's kind of a mixture of coming of age for the daughter and drama with the mother. And so, it's so we better tell people what it's about. Yeah. So, yeah, so basically it's about... Uh, Rona Gallagher is 44, mm. I do believe. Mm -hmm. yeah. And she finds herself pregnant. She didn't know she could get pregnant again. Yeah. She has a 16-year-old daughter as well. And all of the repercussions that all of that brings. Because like the 16-year-old daughter kind of turns into the mother. Well, yeah. she, and the mother is more like the teenager. Yeah. Yeah. The 16-year-old daughter, she's getting bullied at school. But she's an extremely talented artist and she's a good student. And she has unrequited love for one of her classmates, mm. this tall blonde fella that she's mad into mm. and she's not able to stand up for herself in school she's getting bullied she's not able to you know articulate mm. that she likes this boy and whatever and she's kind of in a slump and coming of age kind of the world is getting down on her and there's moments of you know despair and everything but it's not it's not a dark movie in that no, way. No, no. it's kind of an exploration of you know and she she finds a way and she's kind of swinging back and forth about supporting the mother and then not and the mother is just trying to do the best she can. And yeah. she has two deadbeats in her life. The deadbeat of the si father of the 16-year-old, mm. who's a bit of an idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, and then this other fella who had a bit of how's your father with her at the beginning of the movie and basically tells her to get stuffed. Yeah. And he mm. ha wants to have nothing to do with her. And um, he's a very unsavory character. Oh, I think. he's nasty. Guy. And, uh, but it's, it's, it's really well made. Like the yeah. opening movie where he kind of, he's bringing Brona Gallagher back and then she kind of says, oh, I'm just down here to the left. And he doesn't I, even he drop doesn't her bother. to the He's house. like, no, because I'm going I'm the other way. I'm turning here so you can but walk I, from here. Yeah. And, but oh. I just thought like the, the little kind of reaction she gave was perfect. Oh, yeah. Especially for film, no OT. But I, I was nearly jumping on my seat at this stage because I was like, what she a, is brilliant. Mm -hmm. Already she's brilliant in this. I love the commitments and I love her in but the commitments. She, uh, but like, uh, you know, I thought, wow, she, this, she's but excellent. But this, this is her natural accent, apparently. She had to yeah. practice the Dublin accent for the commitments. Okay. But this Derry accent yeah, is her natural Derry, accent. Yeah. So Which we all saw in Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yes. And Remember can, that? Can, can you think of the last time? No, but I don't think in Pulp Fiction she got to show no. what she did, she a great was actress she in is. That. Yeah. She was what? She was from Derry in that. Okay, yeah. She was also in... Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace, if you remember. Was she? Oh, right. She was, yeah. Crikey. There you go. Mm. But she's, she's a really underrated actress. Completely. I mean, Rona Gallagher should be in a lot more stuff. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
she's she got a fabulously expressive face. So she has these little nuances that she yeah. does with her face. Mm. And um, she's got a great sense of humor. Mm. And it comes across, there's one a lovely moment where she's in the bakery, she works part-time in a bakery. So she's in the bakery and she's this lovely baker, um, a friend of hers who runs the bakery and he's nice to her and he's like, look, if I had a dozen of you, I'd rule the world and yeah. she's a brilliant worker. And she's eating for two, so she's horsing in a few cakes, right? And she's got cream on her nose and everything. Yeah. And next thing, the bad man, shall we say, who who uh, Barry, but who Barry the yeah, man, yeah, yeah. and it says on the side of the man, anywhere, anyhow, yeah. anyone, <laughs> on the side of the man, which is wonderful production. Yeah. Line. Hats off to the production designers there. Mm. But um, the van pulls up right outside the shop. Now he doesn't come into the shop, right? But she sees him. And she's like, oh Jesus, and she yeah. bends down and she's wolfing this eclair or whatever, and she's there, kind of behind the sneeze guard, and she's you know, got her little hat on and there's a big lump of cream in her nose and she's like, you know, wiping it, but there's still some there and mm. it's, she just owns it. Like yeah. She has this natural, every woman kind of character and she's brilliant. And let's yeah. talk about the other amazing lady in it, Lola Pettigrew. Oh. So it won mm. best first feature at the Goy Film Flood, this movie, Bump Along the Way. But uh, Lola won the Bingham Ray New Talent Award as well. Very yeah. good. I Very was like, well where, where was this she, lady? Yeah. Because well, she is still 16, isn't she? But, <laughs> I thought, she to be honest with you amazing. now, and, and this people mightn't like this coming, but I thought playing. Uh, I know she's a teenager, mm. but playing a teenager and the the roller coaster of emotions and mm -hmm. everything. I thought she did a better performance of that than Saoirse Ronan did in Lady Bird. You could sing that. Do you know what? Yeah. I, I think I agree with you. Obviously, you know, Saoirse Ronan is, is a very powerful actress. Yeah. This, this lady is, she's right there. She could be the next Saoirse Ronan. Yeah. She's that good. And this performance is. You know, heartfelt, powerful, not over the top. It's played straight. There's a scene where she gets drunk and makes a fool of herself, and it's really well done. And yeah. the regret afterwards, and the pain that she goes through. You know, we look at it as adults and go, oh, "What's wrong with her? There's nothing, no big problem." But as a teenager, when your Those friends are your are, biggest problem. Yeah, when your friends yeah. are slagging you too Absolutely. much, and you're and this is in the world of social media now, which thankfully yeah. we didn't have to face. As yeah. was mentioned, Teens. there's a great scene with the Brona and her best friend Sinead in it, where they go oh, she was up to this or whatever, but like they were up to worse in their day, mm. but nobody had phones. Yeah. Yeah. So they were lucky. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, as we yeah. all were. Thank yeah. yeah, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it's a great movie. And uh, this Lola Pettigrew, my God, I mean, she won the Bingham Ray Award this year and uh, Bingham Ray, God rest him, he would, he would, he would certainly take his hat off to her if, he was, if he's around because she she's certainly a star of the future, if you ask me. Definitely. She's so the next Lola Pettigrew, not the next year she wrote it. <laughs> there you go. Thank so you. that's the first kind of mainstream performance we've seen from her. Mm -hmm. Debut feature for the director, yeah. Shelley Love. Yeah. Debut feature for the writer, Tess McGowan. Yeah. Mm. Like, it's, it's great to see this Irish talent. Yeah. And it's great to see ladies in film being able to write a good script, a female director, not like one lady who wrote and directed, two females who can come up and say, right, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And it's a female-led story. It's about a mother and daughter relationship. And it's really well made. It's not over the top. There's no big kind of girl power nonsense. No. It's just, this is our work. We're going to produce a good film. And they have. Yeah. And I would definitely recommend this film. And maybe the clip that we just heard or saw, uh, depending if you're watching the show on YouTube or you're <laughs> listening to the podcast, it might seem a little dark, but it's not, it's not a dark movie. It's not a sad movie. Yeah. It's really good, really funny. And I do think kind of quite true to life as well. Yeah, it's yeah. really relatable. That's yeah. the great thing about it. But the story at the end of the day, when you have good writing, that's 
you're sound, like yeah. you're, you're good to go. Well written, yeah. well directed. I mean, it's simple. There's no big flashy direction. Yeah. It's just well, nicely directed. It's, it's a tight film in terms mm -hmm. of structure. It's, you know, an hour and 35 minutes roughly long. And it's, you know, there's no, nothing wasted. And there's some nice little scenes that bring a lot of character. It's a character movie about mm -hmm. this mother who is a lovely woman. And she just made the odd wrong decision, but she's doing her best, always mm. doing her best. Yeah. yeah. And uh, her best friend is very good in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Sinead, is it? Sinead. And even, yeah. the, even the supporting cast of Lola Pettigrew, all the kids in the school. Yeah, yeah. The kids yeah. In school like they're are brilliant. Great. They're yeah. brilliant. Even the, yeah. the tall guy with the dyed blonde hair who's <laughs> the heartthrob mm. and the, the, the two Egypts. And the bullies. The, yeah. bull, the two yeah. Muppet bullies in the back. They're really yeah. well acted. Yeah. And then her friends, there's a little conflict there. It's just well done, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Out of five, Lisa? Four. Excellent. Dave? Yeah, I'm going to give it a solid four too, yeah. Okay. Good solid yeah. four movie. Excellent. Yeah. yeah, I really, really do uh, highly recommend that you check out A Bump Along the Way in cinemas this weekend. It is a brilliant new Irish feature film. It is picking up a number of awards along the way, and we always please do ask you to go out and support the Irish film industry. You will not be disappointed checking this movie out in your local cinema. Here, here. Mm. And um, speaking of local cinemas, let's get a little message from our sponsors, iCinema, but stay with us as well, because our roving reporter, Suzanne, is going to be hitting the cinema as well to see what people's reaction are to some of the movies out at the moment. Stay with us. It's time for lights, camera and action at iCinema Well Park Galway. Take one, Ruby Tuesday. All day, five euro student ticket every Tuesday. Take two, the family ticket. Yours for 27 euro for a family of four. Take three, Monday Madness. Every Monday, get a ticket and a medium combo for just 9.95. The iCinema big screen offers. Get your ticket now for Galway's best cinema experience. Now that's a wrap. So I was just here after the movie Joker and everyone seems to be like absolutely delighted after watching it. We're just going to try and find someone who's going to want to talk about it now. So here we have Connor and he's just uh, in the middle of watching the movie Joker. Connor, what do you think of the movie so far? Uh, the movie is very good, very good acting. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoying my experience at the cinema. Really? Would you recommend it to the public? I would recommend it to the yeah. public, yeah. Five yeah. star. Great, <laughs> great, brilliant. Thanks, Connor. Yeah, I think it was really good, definitely. Uh, it takes a lot of thinking about. Uh, it takes a bit of time to kind of process what happened in it, but uh, yeah, it was a serious film. A good movie yeah, overall? A seriously good film and very exciting as well. Okay. I liked it. Very good, great. And you'd recommend it to a friend? Definitely, as long as they're not yeah. delicate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> definitely, yeah, no, okay. it was good. Uh, I think it gets a 5 out of 5. Definitely. Really? really good. Oh, really good. brilliant. Would so, you recommend it to a friend? Uh, for all my friends out there, all my homies out there, yeah, guys, go check this out. Um, it was okay. It wasn't, I thought it was hyped up a bit now. I, I was expecting something better, but say really? la vie, yeah. Okay. But uh, it was okay, you know, it was yeah. watchable. But, um, you I, would um, recommend it to a friend? Um, I'd say go and see it because other people thought it was brilliant, you know, so yeah. that's just my opinion, you know, but okay. it was okay, you know. I thought it was excellent. I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, just watching the slow descent into madness, I thought that the editing was amazing and the soundtrack was amazing and just really just going with him on that mad journey. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely go see it again. And there you have it, feedback from the Joker here at the iCinema Galway. Most people said it was excellent and some even reported that they'd go back twice. <laughs>
And we're back, and maybe in the background you might be able to hear some film score. That's actually Joker, which is on at the moment in the luxury screen. And you saw it last week. You twice. Oh, you saw it twice? Yeah, me too. Are you just, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. But you just come out of seeing the movie, and I don't think, like, you did a great review, mm. but I, I think it's still sinking in, the fact that you've yeah. gone to see it twice. Mm -hmm. I mean, we found out since, because we were doing the show at the weekend, that weekend, the opening weekend, it took in $236 million worldwide. Yeah. $55 million it cost to make. They were hoping to make the money back at the weekend. People were crazily predicting it might make $95 million. It made $236 million. And I know in the eye cinema in particular, like, they're having like five screenings of it simultaneously, completely sold out on a weekday. Yeah. Mm. It's, this it's film's gone it's, mad. It's an October box office record. The highest box office in October in the history of planet Earth. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. And uh, I've seen it twice. Possibly going to see it again. <laughs> because people want to go and see it. Is it that you're seeing more and more the more you see oh, it? Oh, yeah. The yeah. second time I saw it, I saw more. Um, like, my favorite Easter egg was the 90s Batman TV series, if you remember, the animation TV series, the one that we would have grown up with. Yeah. Even though I never grew up, I just got taller. Mm -hmm. um, the font for that TV show is the same font used for the Murray Franklin show. That's Ooh, the kind of detail. Good God, David, stuff. that's a lot of that's information. That's series. Well, I'm a graphic <laughs> designer by trade, so I see these things. But I mean, that and like there's little nuances that you don't see. And it's, that the film is phenomenally well made. Mm -hmm. And I, I, you know, it's uh, like a movie fell out of my top 20. I haven't decided which yet because Joker is now in my top 20. That's how good it is. People are leaving the movie. I think we should point or discuss this again. People have been leaving the movie, though, as well, because it's just the, the sheer violence no, and the reality no. of it. In, in fairness, Can we knock this on the head? It's very visceral. Bit. No, no, it's very visceral. I mean, for example, if you look at uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the violence at the end of that movie it's Tarantino-esque, right? Mm -hmm. And Tarantino-esque violence is violent and shocking and what have you. But it's, there's a certain little filter in Tarantino stuff of surrealness and yeah, comic bookiness. Kind of and it's, mm -hmm. it's a little bit gory and, you, you know, it's a bit... Mocking. Kinda, yeah, a little bit... Oh, you can, you, you can suspend your disbelief quite yeah. easily. Whereas yeah. with this movie, it's so real. Yeah, you and actually think he did it. The, form, the performance is so real. <laughs> and there's a, okay. th there's a moment with no spoilers for anybody, but there's a moment of violence in a room that's explosive. He's standing there very calmly and he's almost relaxed and his shoulders are down. And Hi, guys. And then he's talking to somebody and there's a conversation happening. And in the middle of the conversation, is I won't tell you what happened, but a, big, a piece of violence happens. And there's another person in the room. So there's three people in the room, Joker and two others. And Joker attacks one of the people, and I won't tell you any more than that. But the other person is st sitting there. You said you wouldn't tell us any more than that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, you know, but you after, have a witness after yeah. the after and the violence, you see the witness, the, happens, the effect on the Joker witness. is very calm, and he's like. And then this other person in the room who wasn't involved in the violence is petrified. And you, the audience can feel this. So mm. it is a very visceral film and it mm. will get your emotions. And there's moments of awkwardness. Mm. You know, when he's doing the stand-up, it's hard yeah. to watch. There's yeah, pieces yeah, of this yeah. film that are hard to watch, but the payoff for me is, it's, is phenomenal. So yeah. I can understand why people are, you know, are uncomfortable with it. It's like... Yeah, but, the, but those people are just like, what are you going to see a, a movie like that for if you're going to get yeah, uncomfortable yeah. It's not when a kid's someone movie. gets like, People think Joker, I'm going to bring the kids. It's, it's a 15s yeah, movie. Yeah. And 16s, it, 16s actually. or whatever it is, and it mm -hmm. might even should be 18s, mm. you know, because it's, there's some moments of violence, and it's a psychological 
thriller, yeah. drama. It's heavy, mm. like in the best possible way. And uh, not to be underestimated in terms of the impact this film can have. So mm. people are walking out of the film, I can understand why. Yeah. yeah. If you're one of the few who haven't, hasn't seen it yet, well worth seeing. It's Absolutely. the film of the year, without doubt. Absolutely. So there you go. That is Joker out in cinemas at the moment. Make sure you do go and check it out if you haven't seen it yet. And I think Joker is something that we'll be discussing for... Many years to come. Yeah, well, certainly for the next few months, anyway, especially mm. in the run-up to the Oscars. And, of course, our own colleague Dave Coyne could be dressed up as the Joker if Joaquin Phoenix doesn't win yeah. Best if Actor. If he doesn't win, I'll wear the full makeup. I will. Yeah, so I, it's, it's, I have a it's conflict a of interest. I want Joaquin <laughs> to get the Oscar, but I kind of don't, so I can yeah, I really want to ridicule you <laughs> for like 30 minutes. <laughs> we won't review any movies. We'll just, no, point, just point and laugh. Yeah, uh, I might just laugh and freak you out. <laughs> so there you go. That is uh, Joker out in cinemas. And uh, if you haven't seen Joaquin's performance, you might get to see Dave Coyne's performance as well. Uh, mm -hmm early next year for series five. Five? five yeah we're on series four next week is the final episode of series four but we will be back again with you very shortly uh, make sure you subscribe on spotify itunes apple Podcasts, soundcloud stitcher if you love your podcast if you love traveling in the car on the bus on the train listen to a really good film show uh, please do subscribe and spread the word if you can as well about the show we're also on youtube as well you can catch the full show on YouTube as well each and every week. So it'd be great as well if you can give us a like, a comment, subscribe to the channel. Uh, you can catch it on the GK Media YouTube channel. Thanks for supporting the show. Thanks for watching. Our thanks to iCinema. Thanks to Dave Coyne. Pleasure. Thank you, Lisa Tracy. No problem. Thanks to our amazing cinematographer as well, Damien, who's operating four cameras at once. He's a busy guy. Thanks to Suzanne as well, who has been uh, helping us produce the show, and she's been out and about as well, catching up with the moviegoers here at the iCinema. We'll talk to you again next week for episode six in the final episode of series four of Just Like in the Movies.